Good afternoon, everyone. <clears throat> Thanks for coming to the session. Um, the others were quite full, so which means the generation one is not, you know, no big deal. Um, Are they at the door? Oh, okay. Just let me ask them to, if they are. Okay. We're gonna start now. Thanks for coming to the session. I want to, this is on multi-generations working in the workplace. I just love this quotation. Each generation imagines itself to be more intelligent than the other that went before it and wiser than the one that comes after it. <laughs> that every generation always thinks we know better, we better than them. Um, yeah, quite interesting. So <clears throat> the multi-generation relational workplace presents a new challenge, I think, um, to leaders in organizations in the past. All the, it was so easy because you thought this is how things work. Older people will get more up, upward in their um, uh, advancement in the organization. Young employees did as older employees told them. Today, workplace is changing and age does not always correlate with position. You know, if you're working in, especially, and I know it's a different example, especially in the mining sector, with young engineers coming in, wow, the issue of multi-generation, having a boss who tells you, and you are a man who's 52 years old, you are told by someone who's 28 just because they have some engineering degree, you must see the conflict that actually happens, which says, like, the first session we we're talking about was on rank and power, the, the one that follows was on gender, common thread on all those about engaging talking, listening to each other, because this is what is needed in order for us to be able to work harmoniously as different generations. Generational tension exists and can be described as a lack of understanding and respect for someone who's of a different generation to you. Understanding the background, their attitudes, work styles, and preferences of each generation is useful in creating the workplace that we want. Um, and we know that most of the generational classifications are social construct. However, there's research that was conducted around the normal terminology that we know, the first ones being what you call the silent generation, uh, ages 73 to 90. I know there's no silent generation probably, or maybe there could be one or two, let me not assume. Um, and then baby boomers, um, born between 1946 and uh, 1964, and that's their age group. And then Generation X that were born between 65 and 1980. Um, and then the Millennials, born 1981 to 1996. Uh, they are sometimes called Generation Y. And post-Millennials. Um, that zero to 21, they are called Generation Z or Z. In South Africa, we said Z, not Z. But uh, this is the, the, the other generation. So you find these groupings on different generations. And it has been said that do you know that you can have five generations working in the same organization. Because, especially if you look at internships and that, you do find 21-year-olds, you do find, so you can have across uh, these generations that are working in the same uh, environment. And therefore, it requires listening to each other. It requires changing our attitude. It requires uh, that first quotation that every generation thinks is better than the other, then we are not going to be building this inclusive culture uh, that, that we want. Some work has been done in South Africa in particular. There was a lot of uproar about what is baby boomers, you know? Baby boomers is a British European thing. People were saying there was a time where babies were booming, 
you know. So, so that time it, it, it was sort of ring fenced to mean something in that particular area. So there's work that has been done where people have tried to do a correlation of events to say if you were to look at it in the context of South Africa, what would be the most likely correlation that you, you can have? And this is um, what those who've done research has come up with, that you have what is called those who were born 1938 to 1964, they call them that apartheid generation, uh, the struggle generation born 65 to 80, the transition generation born 1981 to 1994, and then the born freeze. You know, we hear more about the born freeze. Those who were born after 1994, they were born after uh, there has been a, a democracy in the country. So, so, so there's been work to say if we correlate in terms of how um, uh, South Africa groups its uh, um, categories, of ages, this is how it can be. It can be proved. I thought you might be interested in this. Australia did a, a survey on what they regard as weaknesses and strengths, and um, 1,200 workers across different uh, generations. And they found you'll check where you fall. They found the blue line being the baby boomers, 66% um, in terms of executive presence, and. Uh, the generation X is 28%, and then millennials, 6%. And then, this was quite interesting, generating revenue. Um, they found that 32% here, a lot happening here in the generation Xs, and 11% there. Adaptability, of course, these two, uh, more adaptable than uh, the baby boomers. And cost effectiveness, this was interesting for me. Cost effectiveness, who's wasting money? Who's, uh, cost effectiveness, they found that uh, the baby boomers were much more, the millennials, uh, much less so in terms of cost effectiveness. Tech savvy, of course, we're not surprised. Uh, the tech savvy was that 78% uh, was the millennials. Relationship building. So generally, you can see that the Gen Xs score fairly well hey? in, in, in many of, of um, these, these findings. And then problem solving, okay? Collaboration, again, this is what they found, uh, that who's, who has time to build relationships and collaborate across uh, uh, different generations. I just want to show you a video clip, and then we'll start. Thank <laughs> you. 
and saying to them, I can't explain to you why this is good for you. <laughs> and they're the five point harness so they can't run. That's the best part about it. Put this in context for the millennials. This is a commercial that was shown on a television that people actually had to get up and walk across the room and touch the unit to change the channel. It was hand to mouth. Difficult times back then. This television had two metallic telescoping things that would come out of the top. And you would twist these things to try to get the signal a little bit better. Signal? Did he just say signal? Signal. When you twisted them around and it didn't work, you would go to the kitchen and you would come from the kitchen with a big sheet of what? That's right. If you said tinfoil, raise your hand. Look at them. Those are old people. It hasn't been tinfoil in a long time. If you said tinfoil, it's because your kitchen drawer is full of tinfoil because you won't throw it away. It's still rubber. Why don't we even throw this away? It's next to a ball of rubber bands or something like that. We might need all these things someday. One more. You would walk to the unit. You would place your hand on the knob. In perhaps a hurry, you would change it quickly and you would come away with the knob in your hand. And you would say things under your breath, you'd place the knob on top of that television, and you'd go and get a pair of pliers. There you go. There are people here who know exactly what I'm talking about. However, the millennials in the room are going, Oh, wait a minute. I've seen these TVs at the Smithsonian in Washington. They're under glass. You can't touch them anymore. They've got alarms and you get too close. Wow. But every now and then, people produce truly special, uh, different, unique people. Contrast this with the ninth place soccer team. What are they carrying? Trophies, that's right. Oh and nine. Trophies and pizza for everybody. <laughs> Who's doing this? Right here. This is my generation that's making this happen. Okay, this, unlike the last two sessions where there was quite a lot of uh, presentation, we're going to do workshopping. So I'm going to ask you, and it will be slightly maybe uncomfortable, I'm going to ask you, in the four corners of the room, in the four corners of the room, can we group ourselves, it's a self-select, right? Can we group ourselves into your category that you fall in, right at that corner, and there are questions that we're going to go through, right at that corner there, if they are, uh, let me go around, according to the baby boomers, this one, um, right at the corner there, if you have the baby boomers, they can be there, here, if we have a generation X, we can be here, millennials, I don't know if they're post-millennials, they might be there, but group yourself according. So right there, we have your baby boomers. You'll see the questions that are going to follow. We need to do some interactions so that we come up with good lessons. Gen X, Gen X here. Millennials here. Post-millennials, maybe there are few. If they are, to us, the sound box.
Now this is called, these are the millennials. These are the, they look millennials. Who are these? Millennials. Okay. <laughs> and then we have one group there. They're baby boomers. Okay. Now this is called land work. Land work. We want to explore the land that we are visiting. We're going to visit lands. We're going to visit different lands. We want to explore this. And we want to be open to experience different lands. This is the land of the millennials. This is the land of the Gen X. And, and that is the land of the baby boomers. Respect the laws, the cultures of the land that you are visiting. Not uh, taking residence, you are just visiting, you are a tourist. You are not taking residence, you are a tourist in that land. Um, you have no, there's no right, there's no wrong, and we'll tell you what you are going to be doing. So, I'm going to ask each of the different uh, generations, I'll start with the one at the corner then, to say what do you love about your generation? What are you passionate about being there? and what is difficult or challenging in your land. So simultaneously, you are all going to discuss this question and then we will discuss and hear what each have discussed. So you there, go answer these questions. You are discussing around what do you love about your generation? What are you passionate about being there? These are the questions up. The same way you are going to be asking, uh, discussing these questions on the right-hand side. Go for it. You're going to do it for about 10 or so minutes, and we'll see how the, the con conversations are going to come together. Go for it. I know these are bigger groups, but try to make it work. So that we <laughs> try to make it work so that we get out of this. What is challenging and difficult? Those questions. <laughs> try to participate, try to discuss with those who are close to you. Try to participate, discuss with those who are close to you. Left with about six minutes. Okay, can we get, can we get mics, please? Can we get a, a mic? Can we start with this generation here? Whoever is a volunteer, can you share with us in terms of answering these questions for what we have discussed as your group, the others would listen? What do you love about your generation? What are you passionate about being there right now? What is difficult or challenging in your land? What do you want members of the other generation to know about your land? Go for it. Whoever is, oh, you've got a mic. Okay, so what we loved about our generation is the stats you showed. We're definitely the, money, the statistics you showed. We're the money makers. <laughs> we're the hard workers. Um, yeah, we could go on, but uh, essentially, uh, I suppose um, what we're passionate about, we, we, I think our level of quality of work is a lot higher. Um, and, and, but <laughs> we work harder. We work a lot harder, and um, I, I suppose one of the things that we were discussing, and there were lots of separate groups, so I'll hand the mic around, yeah. it's not just, um, is, is our mindset often when we started in the workplace, we were working for the baby boomers, and it was all about delivery, and the demonstration of working hard was you arrived early and you left late. Um, and that was, that was really, you know, and, and, and if you wanted to impress your boss, you worked even later. And, and that was sort of your demonstration that you were doing a good job. And, and I think that probably one of what's challenging is I, if we look over to the millennials, that's not def necessarily the new view. Mm. And, uh, 
and I suppose one of the adjustments is we're often, some of us are the managers of millennials and it's very hard to get past the mindset that working long hours doesn't necessarily mean working hard. Mm, good. So. Thank you. One more from here. I know there were two groups. Okay. Uh, what do we love about our generation? We are currently in charge. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're having great fun and uh, what are we passionate about uh, I mean, is all of us are inspired we work hard we're loyal and uh, uh, but uh, what is difficult and challenging yeah. in our land yeah. is we have been invaded by millennials <laughs> and we can't quite figure out how to work with them mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what is difficult about working with them they are not like us. <laughs> and uh, I used to think they are from another planet, but now I actually know they are from a different <laughs> planet. And uh, we are hardworking, we're loyal, they are playful, they are, they are not loyal, and uh, they get bored, they want to experiment, they want our jobs, they want everything. Mm. What... What do you want members of the other generations to know about our land is if we yes. can't hand over this button stick, both of us are going to lose. Mm. Okay. Thank you. Can we, can we get the mic there? Can we hear from the... Answering the same question, what do you love about your generation, passionate about, difficult or challenging about your land? What do you want other, these two groups, what is it that they need to know about your land? We thought in view of the size of our group, we might have been given the last word. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> there are probably as many differences between the three of us as yeah. there are um, amongst others. I think about our generation, we, we believe that we had a very high work ethic. Um, we did not inherit much in many ways. We worked hard to help build this and the global economy in different parts of the world. Uh, what were we passionate about? Well, we were discussing it, certainly the social order at the time. Um, some of us would have been pro one group, others might have been pro another group. It depends where you grew up. Um, uh, what is difficult or challenging in our land? Yeah. Um, I think it, it almost goes back to the work ethic and building. I think there's a, certainly there, there's a there's a trans embedded constitutional transfer of of influence of interests and so on, which I think is challenging. Um, I think there may be in certain parts a culture of entitlement um, which kind of runs against what we grew up with. Um, and what do you want to know? Well, we're still in control. Um, <laughs> the baby boomers are everywhere. Every president almost is a baby boomer. Okay, yeah. It's not going to last forever. Yeah. Um, uh, but as, a, as an aside, of course, we have our man in the White House. Um, for better or worse. Um, <laughs> Good. Anything else, guys? Thank you. Okay. Thank you. This group, there needs to be about two or three presenters. This was a large group. Hi, I just thought we'd um, present where we had, um, not as an attack against the <laughs> other side, but we definitely have defenses up. Um, I think that we have managed as a generation to step back and actually analyze and assess what we have in front of us before making a move. So I think we tend to be quite intellectually based so that we, let's say, use our time and effort productively. <laughs> um, I definitely think we have an element of flexibility, I think we had here, where we are able to 
navigate different spaces and different people more, more thoroughly um, and fluidly than other people. <laughs> um, um, yeah, case in point, we, we tend to want to be involved in mathematics as well as architecture, as well as history. We want to be able to know and, and we generally have that, that curiosity for that. I think we're quite fashionable as a generation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, definitely design, spectacle design, shoe design, um, definitely sticks okay. out. I don't know if that's just me um, thinking that. What else do we have? Okay, we have a future. <laughs> you have a what? <laughs> you have what? A future, okay. A future. Can we, thank you, thank you. Can we have another presenter here? I'm hoping you are listening to some of the things that are coming out from all these groups. Okay, so uh, we didn't answer all the questions in my little group. We said what we love about us is that we are sociable. We are, um, we are open to new ideas and to change. Many of us have lived through a lot of change, both from a technological perspective. So some of us remember the TVs with the knobs and we're now sitting with flat screen TVs, and some of us lived through the transition of apartheid. So we've had a number of changes happen during our lifetimes, even in social norms and the move towards more diversity and inclusion, etc. And we've had to adapt to that, and so we think we're fairly adaptable. Um, we also said that... What do you want other members to know about your land? Um, we said that what uh, what do we want them to know? We oh, said, you didn't get to that question. Yeah, we didn't get to that question. But I think in the discussions, one of the things that came out, one of the things, one, one of the things <laughs> yes, that came you out. See, they didn't listen to instructions. <laughs> no, one of the things that came out. No, no. One of the things that came out is that. Um, oh, you fell we, in the trap. <laughs> We were focused on value as opposed to just... <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, what we want others to know is, uh, yeah, we, we are the future and we're going to be your bosses. Okay. Now we're going to do something strange. Can I ask the baby boomers? Oh, sorry, sorry. There was a, sorry, sorry, ma'am. Yeah. So what we wanted to say about our generation, what we love about our generation is that we are very open-minded. Mm-hmm and that we absolutely love to challenge the norm. So that is what really resonates um, about our generation. We love to ask questions, and we don't like to just accept what the old way of doing it was. We like to see what the new way is about doing it. Mm -hmm. And what we're really passionate Probably about... Probably a quicker way as yeah, well. <laughs> usually a quicker, more efficient way. We don't just want to do it the same way all the time. So we want to know why it was done the previous way mm -hmm. before we go ahead and follow the old way of doing it. Okay. So really what we are passionate about here is the fact that there's innovation and technology and new things out there that we can adapt and think about doing things that way. So we really are interested in the new futures and how we can do that way of thinking and okay. really go that way about it. So really what we find difficult and challenging in our land it's really about what everybody tells us that we have to fit into their way of doing it. Mm -hmm. So we heard about what the other generations are telling us that they had to be hardworking and they had to earn their path a certain way to kind of do it. So when they tell us that we have to do it that way in order to earn our path, we find that very challenging because we see new ways of kind of doing it. So that's really okay. challenging about it in our, in, in our land, okay. really. So really, what do we want members of other generations to know about it? We respect them. We, we realize that they paved the way for us. So we're here to learn. And we really want to learn it because we are all about opening uh, new experiences because we, we recognize the fact we're not the most loyal. So we recognize not the fact we're not the most loyal. We okay. like different experiences. We like to learn different things. Okay. So we are open to learning about these things. Great. So we want to hear what they actually are open to sharing with us. We will ask those questions. We will learn from them. And they need to be open to hearing our ideas too. That sentence 
follows very well with what we're going to do. I'm going to ask the baby boomers to go just stand there, vacate your land for a while. Uh, can you vacate your land for a while? You just spoke about wanting to learn. The second step of this exercise, and I know there's a big group, but let's try and make it work. I want you to be tourists. You must go and stand in that land, okay? In the baby boomer land. Go and physically be, it's a, called a constellation exercise. Go physically stand in the baby boomer land and we're going to ask you certain questions. Just, just try, even if you're not there, there, there at the corner. Physically go stand there and then you need to be asking certain questions. Yeah? You, you visiting, they're the only ones that vacated their land. You are tourists in their land. You are tourists in their land. Here are the questions, and because it's a big group, you will have your groupings of discussions, but this is what you are answering. In that land, there is something about physically stepping into, that, into what has been constellated. How does it feel to stand in this land? What's important there in that land? What are the challenges and pressures in that land? What help and support do you need from other generation? What did they get right? That generation. What did they get right. So you'll have about three or four groupings of discussions answering this question. Start your conversation now. What is important there? Okay, can we, can we hear from about three or so people? You are answering, you are telling, you are telling now them, okay? You are answering, and me. How does it feel to stand there? What's important there? What are the challenges? What help and support you need from other generations to be fully there? What did they get right there? Three people, go for it. Volunteers, how does it feel to stand there? Okay, we, we were struck by the obvious point that almost everyone was there, and there were like three people here, and it must feel a bit exposed mm -hmm. that uh, organizations are made up mostly of of other generations who are thinking differently and whatever. Mm. So the challenge of keeping up with that, staying relevant when yeah. you're, you're of a different generation is mm -hmm. quite a thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thanks. What else? Um, okay, wait, on which point was it that I was gonna talk? What is important now? <laughs> what are the challenges <laughs> Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, it isn't one of the points. Um, <laughs> but, but the point is something that um, we said is like for us, sometimes you sort of approach something in the, and um, oh, we, you sort of have to, you go to a system and all, it's already there in place and you just have to learn it or you just have to take it and accept it. But someone back in the day started with a blank page and they had to create that thing from, from scratch. And there's so much that went into 
the development of that thing mm. there. And you maybe see it as like, oh, it may be older or archaic or whatever, but there's so much that went into that. And it's almost like an appreciation just of um, the things that are there. And now you maybe sort of critique, um, oh, this could have been done better, this could have been done better. But um, you know, there's many people who came with, you know, sort of like really with like a pencil and an eraser and like thought of all these things. Um, and designed a lot of the, the building blocks that we still yes. rely on. Yeah, so that's, that's impressive. Good, good. Thank you. One last. Uh, just to add to that, I think if you've built something, you feel pride. I think yes. this generation should feel proud of, of yes. what they've done. Uh, mm. We also felt that they would feel scared or that they'd be obsolete or some 22-year-old is going to be their CEO tomorrow and their skills are no longer required. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Now, the excess, you remain there. The two groups, they are visitors here. Okay? The Gen Xs, you remain there. You are vacating your land. The two groups, millennials and the baby boomers, come and feel the presence of being in Generation X and tell us how it feels and answer these questions. It's designed as an after lunch exercise, so you walk. <laughs> Shorten the discussion, five minutes discussion to answer these questions. How does it feel? What is important there? What are the challenges? Do you appreciate the pressures, if any? What did they get right? Start your conversation now, five minutes. Okay, let's hear. Let's hear some reports. We know it's a short time. Let's hear what you've come up with. Let them hear, because you are visiting their land. Let them hear how you feel. Let's listen. Who has a mic? Who wants a mic? Ha, ah, must be, must be difficult to stand here. Um, I think I think we were um, quite aware that they are the generation that straddles obviously the older generation that that was quite the power powerful controlling potentially controlling I'm sorry um, saying that generation to them and then we as a generation tend to want to kind of stick our hands up and almost say we want to take control of things as well so there seems to be some level of we we want to make things work we are very practical um, and we um, we almost want the world to get along potentially but um, these power plays we don't know where we fit in mm -hmm. with it okay thank you somebody else it was a big group. Okay, there's a hand. Um, I think that they, they were at a point where they thought they were just starting to understand what they learned from the Generation Access. Access. And they were starting to get comfortable um, starting to think that now they, it's their turn to be in charge because that was the expectation and then boom comes us <laughs> and they're feeling a bit uncomfortable it's like they're feeling like man we just can't get a break we just learned how to do it now I have to relearn how to do it from these young people who didn't wait their turn so they, there's a little bit of resentment from their side as well <laughs> I think. 
resentment from them, you think? Yes. Okay. And it's, 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 it's difficult to pass the knowledge from them to us. And they do have a lot of knowledge that we can use. Okay. Thank you. Thanks to all. The last stop, and then we'll see how we pull it together. You remain there. Can all the Xs and the boomers go and feel the millennial space? How does it feel to stand there? What is important there? What do you think are the challenges and pressures that they are experiencing? What did they get right or are getting right? Start your conversation for five minutes. Okay, let's hear from two or three people how that was a quick hand. <laughs> Thank you. What we're really stressed about is why the hell did you make us come and stand in the corner? We were comfy over there, we had our own rules, and yet you say, no, this is how it happened. That's your corner, go to your corner. Mm -hmm. That's not on. No mm -hmm. more of that. We mm -hmm. don't want that anymore. <laughs> There's a new way of working. <laughs> I think we also said that um, it's very innovative. There's a very innovative group. Um, they're not afraid of challenges, but sometimes they can be naive. Um, in a sense of they want things happening immediately, uh, very impatient. If things don't happen the way they want, and you see instant change, and they're prepared to take risks without calculating it. Um, we, we're talking of the millennia. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, uh, and, and I mean, but they're very, 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 very efficient and innovative. Mm -hmm. if, they, if you want them to do things for you, they'll do it for you. Mm -hmm. But don't make them do the same thing over again. And over again. Mm -hmm. One last comment. You're, you're being volunteered. When we were talking about what's important here, I just said, I think it's Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Okay. <laughs> the, the last thank you, I, I know we rush it because of this. Now, go back to your chairs for the next 10 minutes before we close. This is now called our land, our new land. Because what have you observed about your comments from each corner? What have you observed about how each group perceives the other? What was happening? 
A lot of generalizations. A lot. You know what? There are slides here. I skipped them. There are slides that says research says millennials, this is what they do. The generation X's, this is what they do. What is important is to say, how are you experiencing each other, right? And to hear yourself as as long as, I don't know what's happening with the signal, um, as long as there is value that did you hear value from each of the corner. So we call this our land, right? So if you were to say the fact that you already have three groupings right here in the group, in, 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 in this conference, what is good about the collective here, about our land? What is good about the collective? Yes? Mm hmm Diversity. What else? How does it feel to be, yes, to be in our land? You had what? You've got all the bases covered. What, what do you think goes on every time there's conflict around the different generations? Is it because people perhaps don't listen to each other, people don't want to recognize value. Was there any misrepresentation when each group was talking about the other? Is there someone who said that group when they represented us, in fact, there was some misrepresentation. Is there anyone who says that there's some nodding there? What are some of the misrepresentations that were made of your group? Put aside what, what research says, because research generalizes a lot. It says generation access, the millennials are forever on their cell phones, they are forever on this, and you know, they are not that loyal. But I just wanted to, to say, how do you experience each other? Okay, put aside what the research says. How do you experience each other? And what did you hear about people commenting from each and every perspective? What did you pick up? Were there any misrepresentations? Yeah, so I'll speak on behalf of the millennials. I think the answer is yes. Um, in our group of millennials, we, you know, one of the things that we answer the question, what do you find most challenging about your generation, is uh, Nalen used the example of saying he's a vintage millennial. You know, he's kind of just made it into the millennials. But that means we, we're one of the generations that, um, within ourselves, uh, are, are, you know, have, have very... Uh, opposing and, and challenging views around how we think we behave and, and how, we, how we think we should behave and interact. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's, it's, it's the nature of some of the other things that were mentioned, but that means that we don't necessarily agree within um, w what, what the outlook looks like. Yeah, yeah. And what do you think is needed? What is needed to have a, a workplace where everyone's value is uh, recognized? Because you're already here, you're already, all the three groups are already working. In, in fact, there's more, it's just that in this room we're only three. But what do you think is needed? What is missing? So, I think, um, I'll give someone else a chance now, that one of the things we, we, we found that we're recognizing the similarities or the commonalities between the generations is um, all, all the generations have pushed boundaries. Um, in their own way um, mm. versus the generation that has come before them. And they've all built upon each other's shoulders, actually. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and, and those are some of the things that we need to recognize when we engage with each other. Yeah. Other, other comments? Yes. And I'll come to you. I think it's also that no generation is perfect. So it's important that we respect which generation we're in mm -hmm. and also understand and learn from the other generations. So don't just write someone off because you go, oh, they're Generation X, so that's how they're behaving and our, we're behaving better. Sometimes there are betters and strengths in each of them. Yeah. But it's important for each of us to grab, grab those strengths and learn from them. Especially the, things, especially the last question that was in red, what are they getting right? Because every generation, there is a lot of value that they are giving. But if I'm on a particular group, for me, it's like, this is what they are not doing. This is what they are not doing. What, the dialogue that we say, Throughout the, the previous two sessions, we said, how do you create an inclusive, robust workplace? You ensure that there's dialogue. You ensure that there's understanding. You ensure that there is listening. Because every group, there was a lot of value, and we need to hear that. And not only hear what we think is good about us and our group. You can get the slides. The slides have research to say, this is what the Gen Xs do. This is what, but 
often they are so generalizing and you find that the value sits in me having and giving myself time to say, can I engage and understand and recognize people for the value that they are giving and not thinking I'm the only one who's bringing value. Make sense? If you were to take that and yes, Sky. Um, and, and maybe just to say that there's a bit of a lens thing. I noticed one of the comments was that uh, millennials are innovative but naive. And another word for naive is optimistic. You innovate when you're optimistic. You yes. think something can happen. Yes. And obviously you haven't thought through all the details. Sounds yes. like naivety. In fact, it might be naivety. Mm -hmm. But the way to sort of understand that is, oh gosh, these guys are... Uh, coming across, I can see pro lots of problems with that, yes. but they want to get going. That's hyper-valuable. They're seeing yes. opportunities. That's very valuable. Yes. Can I partner with them to find the yeah. opportunities? You know? No, definitely. The narrative also has to change about what we say about each other's groups because that's the only way we're creating this inclusive workplace. It's quarter past three. Uh, yeah, give it I know it's mic. different. It was just workshop here as opposed to... No? What did you say? He had given me the mic. So oh, I sorry, had, sorry, yeah. I didn't see the mic. And uh, for me, when you ask what is missing, yes. I think a common purpose is missing so many times. And uh, we three generations that have got different skills and we need each other. My generation is not as innovative as the generation behind me. Yes. But I've got experience. Yes. And uh, when we come together, we are better. Yes. And for me, that common purpose, I don't know how we can build it. Because uh, when I think of the beautiful game, a rugby game, it's got uh, guys that are super big, they can't run fast, but they tackle hard. There's uh, guys that are super thin, they run fast, but they can't tackle. But we have one purpose, which is to win. Yes. And, and together we win. But uh, if we keep looking at each other and say, you big, you can't run fast. And the other one says, you small, you can't tackle. We're not going to move. Yes. In fact, you know, um, I like the, 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 the aspect of balancing narratives. The, the new Minister of Finance now used to be my boss ages ago in the Department of Labor. I remember as I was entering there, I was heading uh, HR at the time, there was a narrative that he was pushing that said you need to recognize institutional memory, right? Because in those years, I was still young, the young people who are coming, and the minute you arrive, you think you are going to transform everything. And he used to say, recognize institutional memory. You need them as much as they need you. So it's so important to say, you know, we can talk about new blood, new blood, and do this to the new blood, right? And forget about the fact that there is value in every group. And Part of building a workplace that says what is our common purpose is then say what good are you bringing, what good am I bringing, and recognize that from each and every one. Thank you. It was different. It was workshopy.